Bitcoin Roundtable. Random musings and interviews about Bitcoin. Welcome, everybody, to episode 46 of Bitcoin Roundtable. Um, I'm Darren, uh, your co-host, here with Vince. Say hi, Vince. Hi, Vince. And, of course, our producer, Libby, is right here making sure we're doing everything properly. Hey, you introduced it this week. You don't usually do that. I know. I figured I'd step out. And nice. Good to see you taking something. initiative. I kind of uh, ran away in the last episode, so I figured I'd start out this one with uh, a the bag. Okay. So you're not going to run away this episode, or? Uh, That's not sure yet. If there's too much politics, I'll probably run away. Yeah, you don't like politics. I get it. So how are we doing with Bitcoin this week? It's down a little bit, I see. Yeah, 64 or something. Okay. I was just reading up on it. For anyone who cares, uh, I sometimes go to tradingview.com. On TradingView, you can pretty much look up any stock or currency or cryptocurrency. And you also can look at a tab known as Ideas. And there's various people on there kind of uh, stating their positions on Bitcoin and where they think it's going to go and what's mm. happening. You know, there's as many right as there are wrong, but some of them have been around for quite a while and seem to know what they're talking about. So there's a couple I follow on there. The one fellow I read, apparently Bitcoin cleared a hurdle and it looks bullish, but the volume's low. So it doesn't look like there's many buyers at this level. So his concern is that it's very possible for Bitcoin to go down to a level where buyers will show up. It's the classic FOMO thing, right? Everybody sure. wanted in when it was rising. It seems to just be pinballing around uh, 6,000 to 6,500 and who knows, right? Some people say the charts look bullish, but the volume isn't really that bullish. Maybe we'll get some media attention on Bitcoin and create some type of bullish behavior. But right now it just feels like accumulation still where there's a lot of big money buyers that are just slowly accumulating Bitcoin, and not really accumulating it too fast to make it rise. When it comes down, they'll buy a couple. So I don't know it's anybody's guess really. And if I had to pose a guess, I'd just be one of many. So yeah. I don't even really want to guess where it's going to go. To be even some of the people who call themselves the experts don't really know. A lot of talk about a quarter of a million dollars by 2020. There's all kinds of calls out there. One of them's probably going to be right. But at the end of the day, I believe in the currency. There's massive advantages over using Bitcoin as opposed to a typical fiat. You know, in pretty much any scenario we've outlined many in the past. A great example is somebody who's come over from another country and is working and sending money back to family and yes. you know, they're getting clipped for 10% or something. I don't know, some significant amount of money yeah. just to send money back, you know, you send a Bitcoin and it costs you what, five, 10 cents. So yeah, uh, the worst case scenario, I think it was $40, which is quite high, but right. you know, they seem to have ironed out a lot of those issues with uh, Segway 2X and, uh, you know, of course the Lightning Network coming on, meaning that uh, small purchases uh, will be basically accounted for on a, on a, on another layer. And as such, you know, you pay for a coffee, two bucks or something like that and have a minimal fee to that, you know, a penny or five cents equivalent, something like that. So that is happening with backed. I think it's a partnership between ice. Uh, I don't know much about ice. It's related to the New York stock exchange and then Microsoft and uh, Starbucks. So, when that comes out, apparently Starbucks will be accepting Bitcoin in all of their stores, and I'm not 
positive of that, but that's what I've heard. So you gotta wonder what that's gonna do to the price of Bitcoin because Starbucks is a big player. In- yeah, it comes out December eighth, but you know okay. the question is. Will it be advertised in right. Starbucks or is it just going to be something that if you have Bitcoin, you almost have to ask and then they'll kind of say, yeah, okay, you can pay with Bitcoin or will it get in front of people's faces? Right. And how many stores will actually roll it out? And the other side of it is you still have to convince people to go through the somewhat arduous process of getting Bitcoin, which yes. we've outlined in the past here as well, you know, even with Libby, it's not an easy process at least in specific countries uh, they want all your information and, um, and in canada the banks are very unfriendly towards that you know there's many stories at least on reddit of people who getting their bank accounts closed just because they yeah. transferred some money to an exchange to buy bitcoin people start looking at the laws and such banks are under no legal obligation to offer or to carry on their banking services to any specific person right. they can shut down accounts as they like for probably any reason they like to right yeah and yeah. they do sure and, you know they're they're flexing their muscle mm-hmm. um which kind of you know in my mind gives people more of a cause to to go that way right to go to bitcoin you know and it'll um, prevent some people from getting bitcoin and cause hassles but you know there's the other type of person who kind of looks at that and just it justifies the existence of bitcoin even more so to their psyche how many people are you indirectly converting to bitcoin <laughs> what do you call it? fanatics by you know yeah. shutting down bank accounts it, it all has to play a little, a little bit of a part i think and you know even the starbucks like what if it takes off it, I, I think that people and consumers can force banks yeah. to start accepting it banks are going to find a way to get in on it yeah, it's one thing well, they do well is get in on money. Some of the banks have kind of gone that way. I believe Bank of America is. Okay. If I remember correctly, they have filed many, many, many blockchain patents. Um, you know, some banks are moving in that direction to ensure their longevity, make sure they still have a, a reason for staying around, <laughs> you know, as a service for people if, in fact, Bitcoin becomes the dominant currency right you know where some banks i guess they don't believe it's going to happen or choosing not to get involved in my opinion that's a significant risk that a bank would be taking hmm. to not go that route well bitcoin's 10 years old uh, well I, I actually i think it was as of halloween when i was reading before we came on here I was talking about uh, yeah 2008 well happy birthday bitcoin mm-hmm. happy yeah. deca birthday yeah you know 10 years it's not at a nickel it's not at two cents it's at six thousand dollars and then what's that uh, thing called the lindy effect right yes the longer something is around yeah the more likely it is to, to stay persist yeah for sure right it's very unlikely that bitcoin is going to fail but even hypothetically, if Bitcoin does fail, the technology itself will be here and it will be used one day. Oh, the cat's out of the bag, right? Sure. And on a sad note, RIP Stan Lee. Yes, rest in peace, Stan Lee. Wow, it's a bit, that was a big blow. I had no idea how much work he'd actually done. I knew he'd done a lot, but wow. He was involved in everything. I was asking you what do you, what do you think his net worth would have been. So- I looked it up. 
Oh, did you? Yeah, depending on what site you're on, they said about fifty million dollars. He thought it'd be a little higher, but I figured he'd be in the billionaire. But ah, it's it's big money. Well, Iron Man, Superman, Spider Man, all those rights. He, he created those characters. I think. How about all these mass shootings that have went on down in the states? I haven't been following them, but. Wow. Like, you know, the California wildfires have been getting really severe. I think Malibu got wiped out. Is that not what Libby was saying? Was it Molly Cyrus? Molly Cyrus. Miley. Miley Cyrus? I always call her Molly. Sorry, Miley. Where are we talking about Miley Cyrus? We did talk Miami about the episode. Yeah, Molly and Miley Cyrus, yes. Perhaps. Poor Miley, she lost her house, I guess. Yeah, wildfires. Must be a horrific thing to watch your house go, you know. You know, evacuated hundreds of thousands of people. I heard a quarter million or something. That's a massive amount. It's a lot of people to up and move. There's a lot of remoteness in California. It's a big state. And apparently dry. Oh, yeah. I guess they're not getting rain. I said there's been 307 mass shootings this year in the United States. That doesn't surprise me. There were more last year. What's the population in the U.S.? About 360 million. Yeah, that's a lot of people, and, you know, the gun laws are fairly loose, so a lot of people can have a lot of guns. Walking into that Western bar, though, and just start firing bullets. I heard some accounts by some eyewitnesses who were in there and said that the guy, he looked like he was a professional soldier, the way he was reloading and loading his gun and just going around just shooting people. I think it's a shame, and we really feel for anybody who was directly caught in that or knew anybody who you know, suffered or died in that because we, we all have this sense of safety just going about our day and going out and when's the last time you ever went into a bar or went into a restaurant and ever really thought that you could could be the last time you did anything there's just too many guns i don't know i don't want to get into a debate about because i know we're going to make a lot of americans angry oh what else has been going on Libby read something on uh, Facebook that the turkey gobble beanie baby is worth a couple thousand dollars. <laughs> the turkey gobble beanie baby. Do, yeah. you have, do you have one? Yeah, we had one. We put it on eBay, but nobody's... She, she listed it at 750 <laughs> There's no buyers yet. Is it in good shape? Yeah. Apparently this one too is worth a lot of money. Really? But it's missing the tag, which is... It's a blue teddy bear. Well... I used to buy storage lockers, so... I found a load of Beanie Babies, which I didn't think were worth anything. I threw most of them out, but I gave some to the kids. And apparently, I should have kept them. No, they're only worth something someone's willing to buy them off you. Well, some lady was saying 6000 The turkey with the, with the tag on it. Really? <laughs> a couple thousand? And they made a lot of those things, though. Well, they made all different kinds, right? I don't know. I think but some they... are pretty rare. Oh, are they? Yeah. I, I thought they just made millions of them all and just flooded the market with them. Well, eventually they flooded them, but there's still some out there apparently that are quite rare. Heck yeah, I watch the Pawn Stars every once in a while, and some of the toys that come in there, that the values of them are just incredible. Like I think I mentioned about the Batman utility belt. Yeah, 15000 Yeah. Original in the packaging. Original in the packaging, never been taken out, never been touched. Apparently, it's very rare because most people get something like that. Quick kid, right? You take it, rip it open, start playing with it, you lose parts of it. So where was it made? Is that like 50s or 70s? Or... Like, I remember being a kid watching the original with Adam West. Maybe there was an animated series before that. So that was 70s. That was the 70s, yeah. Still almost 50 years ago. It's a big sacrifice, though, right? If you buy something like that out of the store and then store it for 30 years, 
or who knows how long, right? I mean, you have to have some money because I mean, how you how do you store all that stuff and buy a hundred utility belts and put them in storage? And then you sell them and you're, you're set. Yeah, I've got nothing in my house has ever lasted that long, so it's not like it's something I'll ever do. I know there was some Star Wars toys when I was a kid that I knew buy it and put it away with it. You're just a kid. Where are you going to store it, right? Yeah. So what else is going on? What do your kids want for Christmas? Oh, that dreaded Aviva. What's that? It's a children's brand of Lululemon. Maybe they're going after a new target market. Oh, they've got them. Yup. My younger daughter and apparently a group of friends that she hangs out with. Yeah, they're big lemon or the Aviva stuff. and It's not cheap. They're made well. I'll give them that. They really are because my daughter wears them religiously. I'm not rich. I'm going out and buying an 11-year-old 40 and $50 shorts. Like, yeah. I don't think I own a pair of $50 shorts. <laughs> and I got shorts that are twice as old as most of my are we, kids. Are, are we just being like the cheap old guys? Or I think she's got grandmother swindled into it. All right. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Other than that, nobody's really being all that greedy. Gift cards are a big one. Yeah. The kids want gift cards. They want to be able to do their own shopping and go online. And How do you know what to buy people, right? I mean, sure, if kids, right? You know, you know, once they get a little older, I mean, I don't know. Some people say gift cards is so impersonal or whatever. But I disagree. Rarely do you buy something that somebody really loves. Yeah. But I'll tell you, it's great, but honestly, you know. Why well, you spend a month like looking around trying to find the perfect gift for somebody? Yeah. You know, for me, it's more often than not, I don't, I never find it. Or they already have it. Just anybody asks me, I used to tell them gift cards for sport check. That's where I spend a lot of money anyway with stuff for the kids. Hockey yeah, equipment, swimming stuff, lacrosse stuff, right? It's, you're going to spend money there anyway. What about you? Anybody talking about gifts? Little. No, not really. Every day seems to be a different one. It's a good thing she doesn't watch TV. Well, she watches uh, Netflix, and that's enough. Oh, gosh, what are those things, the little the little rabbit critters? She knows them very well. Rabbit critters? Oh, yeah, and then when you sign into the kids' channel on Netflix, they now have their own cartoons. So now she's keying into that, and she wants more. I think that most of the presents I bought for the kids when they were younger, the boxes were more fun than the present themselves. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I had, I remember sitting at Christmas with the boxes cutting holes in them so they could run in and out and play in them. Yeah. Should have just went up and bought a whole bunch of boxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of value in those boxes. Well, we just got back from a cottage visit. Oh, Darren's got a cottage just for two hours north of Collingwood, Basaga Beach. It was chilly up there. It's only heated by a, a wood stove. <laughs> and it took four hours to get the cold out of there, didn't it? Yeah. Nice little adventure, I guess. Oh, wine helps an awful lot, too. Well, we did have it. Keeps you warm anyway. <laughs> Maybe that's not why uh, I'm staying away from it tonight. <laughs> yes. Apparently, the market took a big dive today. But you were saying that. It's been a pretty quiet week overall. There's not much been happening. No. We're all just waiting for Bitcoin to either go up or down and see what happens. Maybe. Seems like we're waiting for Bitcoin and waiting for the snow to fly. I love snow. Oh, you lie. <laughs> I think you hate it more than I do. Well, there's nothing like waking up in the morning 
you know, getting ready for work and then realizing you got to spend an hour and a half on the driveway getting the snow out of the way so you can drive. And then it happened again the day after and the day after and the day after. For six long months, we get a lot of snow here. I know that. And I think the almanac saying it's supposed to be another big one this year, too. Is it? Yeah. Well, maybe someday we'll be uh, living in an area where winters aren't so wintry. I don't know. One day Do you call. still call it winter if you live in a tropical country? Is it still winter? <laughs> Not as hot as summer? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I'd use the word winter again. I mean, I guess if you're on the equator, it's, it doesn't matter one way or the other. It's spring or fall but they're probably both the same see you know what i really love to see i'd love to see them get rid of that daylight savings so we don't lose that hour oh yeah yeah oh come on it's so depressing when it's dark at five o'clock yeah but it's it was intended to make sure that it's still light out early morning so people can get out of bed well, I thought it was intended so that the farmers still get their uh, crops off at daylight hours. But don't our tractors have lights on them now? I don't know. I don't know if it's farmers or not. A lot of countries have abolished the daylight savings. That's true. I'm neither for or against it. Right. Well, just listen to us yawning. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. We had a late night last night. <laughs> yeah. A late, cold night. With no working... Plumbing. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that's fun. Mm. Dipping pails in the lake to get the water and such. Oh, it's still nice being up there. It is nice. I I don't think I've been up. Well, actually, I'm lying. I was up there once when the lake was frozen in a snowmobile, but... Yeah, that'd be cool. You don't see it much when there's snow on the ground, so... Did you, did you go across it? I was on a snowmobile and uh, the cottage is on an island, so I went over to the cottage, but then there's, like five or six feet of snow around the cottage. So right. I just stayed on the ice. How did it feel when you were crossing? How do you mean? Oh, the lake was frozen, right? It was ice. Uh, sure, but... Oh, no, no. I mean, really frozen. Like uh, It was just like a highway. It was really frozen, was it? Really? Yeah, okay. Snowmobile highway kind of thing. Someone tested it and everything. And yeah. That's a fairly big lake to freeze. I don't, I don't know. know. It freezes, yeah. Now there's a spring or two in one area that you have to avoid, but it's flagged off. So. Right. It's it's fairly big business up there. Uh, Snowmobile trails and such. It brings tourists up into an area over a winter period. Sure. Otherwise, there'd be nothing, right? So I think a lot of local businesses and restaurants and such depend on the snowmobile trails and the winter adventure. There's, you know, I've talked to some people around there. They go every year and some go take a snowmobile. All the trails are connected. So they'll they'll ride right up to Algonquin Park, which is like oh wow, a couple hours away drive. Yeah, great. you can spend days on snowmobiles. Just hmm. you know, some of them have the whole setup in the back with winter camping tents, and, which is not something I'm... Ooh, that's... It's hard yeah, for I mean, just pitching a tent and sleeping in the snow is not my idea of joy i guess <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm thinking how hard it would be to go up there and get that wood still fired up and get it going at minus 20. it's not for the weak of heart <laughs> <laughs> but if you dress properly for it it's a lot easier well thanks for coming out everybody this week like we talked about bitcoin you know still holding steady from where it's been for about the last month and uh we'll just keep following it and uh talking about random stuff and i hope you keep coming back listening have a great week everybody right, take care Bitcoin Roundtable. Random musings and interviews about Bitcoin.